Welcome to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So on this episode of the podcast, I'd like to feature a conversation I recently recorded with Marlon Evans. Marlon is a second-year student here at Darden, and he and I recently sat down to talk a little bit more about how he decided to pursue an MBA, what led him to Darden, and how his experience has been so far. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Marlon Evans. Marlon, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. All right. So for our listeners at home, tell us a little bit more about you. Uh, what's your background? Uh, what did you do before you came to Darden? Yep. So um, I came to Darden from Washington, D.C., uh, just like a, a bunch of other classmates of mine. Um, I was actually a double who. So I was born in Virginia. My dad was in the Air Force. We moved around a little bit. Um, and then I came to the University of Virginia, where I studied psychology um, and economics. Um, after graduating, I moved to D.C., um, and that's where I kind of got my start in the consulting industry, um, but primarily working in back office functions. So uh, profit and loss analysis, contract negotiations, uh, a lot of different kind of business administration functions, so kind of your typical MBA background, a lot of Excel, um, things like that. Um, so I was working for about eight years. I'm a little bit older than the kind of average Darden student. And I was just getting really bored with the back office. And so um, I had a path to kind of manage a business for the serial entrepreneurs I was working for, um, but I wasn't really feeling the work as much. And so um, I knew I always wanted to get my MBA, um, and I knew that it was a good way to kind of switch gears. And so I took the GMAT, you know, did pretty well, um, decided that, you know, I was going to apply to a bunch of programs and, uh, yeah, ended up getting into, you know, a couple programs and, uh deciding to come back to Darden or to the University of Virginia. Yeah, so um, let's talk about the decision to get an MBA. Um, you mentioned that you thought about it for a little while. What pushed you over the sort of, you know, I know I'm going to do this? It sounds like maybe there was some feeling of stagnation in your career, but anything else? Yeah, so um, I had met at the time a lot of people who had gotten their MBAs. And so uh, I did a couple pre-MBA programs as I was kind of exploring and uh, really meeting with some of these people, hearing about their stories and hearing about what they were able to do after getting the MBA uh, was really important to kind of push me to get the decision because I had been toying with taking the GMAT for so long. Um, you know, I'd been taking practice tests, but I really didn't have that motivation because, you know, I was working, uh, had a pretty good job, um, was where I wanted to be financially, but uh, really needed that extra push. So uh, I knew that I wanted to maybe work in a, a different industry other than consulting, um, perhaps like technology. And so uh, when I talked to people that had gotten their MBAs, some people that had gotten to Darden, some people elsewhere, um, and they let me know, um, you know, kind of where they ended up, it, it was the push for me. So as you thought about the potential career paths. Um, how did you investigate some of those interests? So I, I did a lot of research. And so um, I started off, and, and luckily I was in this like pre-MBA program that had me uh, working with a consultant, but also uh, had me doing a lot of research into both the schools I wanted to go to, what the options were there, and then the jobs that I wanted to pursue. And so as I tried to make a match between the school and the function that I wanted to have when I graduated, um, I started really digging deep into tech. Um, for me, I've been working in business administration for consulting firms and internal strategy for a really long time. And it touched all industries, but I felt like I wasn't really getting the depth in any one of those individual industries. And so I started thinking about longevity. And for me, 
um, tech was just really exciting. Like it was a passion of mine on the side. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to make it a career option as well. And so uh, I started researching different companies, uh, startups, as well as big firms, um, and really realized, like, there, there was just so much opportunity for me to apply uh, the business skills that I'd learned, kind of working at these corporations uh, for quite some time, to maybe a little bit more of a product management role. Um, and so... Uh, I looked at Darden especially because I knew they were starting to build big relationships with companies like Amazon. And, you know, I had talked to some people that had gone to Microsoft after. Uh, and so I really wanted to start in big tech because I felt like it would be a good way for me to get an idea of what the roles were like and what the functions were like in, a, in an environment where, you know, if I drop the ball, the company is not going to not going to sink. And so um yeah, you know, kind of looking into those different roles and functions, at, especially Amazon and Microsoft, uh, really pushed me to really think hard about Darden um, and, and a couple other key programs. So uh, let me ask you about, before we get to your why Darden uh, part of your story, um, you said you did some tech on the side. What did that, what did that look like? Yeah, so uh, my, when I grew up, my dad was kind of like a computer nerd. Um, we always had a computer in the house, um, as long as I can remember. And so he really sparked that kind of passion for me. Like he would build systems um, at home and, you know, order RAM and, and whatever, uh, graphics cards, and we would put them together. And then just as I grew older, as I was in high school, I realized, you know, um, computers are just kind of really fun for me. So I never really got into any like advanced programming or anything, but was always just kind of messing around, mm-hmm. like using little illustrators on the computer. Um, you know, Adobe was a, uh, a big deal for us at high school, you know, kind of editing pictures of our teachers and like, you know, just doing really funny things there. And so, um, I kind of just grew up around computers and it was always something that I felt was a big part of my life just mm-hmm. because of my dad as well. So we talked about your decision to pursue an MBA and sort of investigation that you did there. What ultimately led you back to Charlottesville and to choose Darden? So, yeah, um, there there are a couple things. Uh, You know, one, I did kind of do the financials and, you know, thinking of um, perhaps being in New York or, you know, being in the Midwest further away from my family. um, It was, you know, partially a a financial decision because, you know, I ended up UVA was very generous to me and kind of welcoming me back. But I'd say more than anything, um, when I really got down to two schools, I came to visit Darden um, on interview day, and it was really kind of sitting in the classroom. And I remember talking to my mom after that day and feeling like it had been a really special experience, like getting called on in a class as a prospective student. All the other schools that I visited, you know, there was really no interaction with the perspectives aside from the lunch, you know, kind of people taking you to and from class. And so uh, as I kind of sat in, um, participated in one of the sections, uh, traditions, uh, it was just really special. I, I, I will remember that econ class for quite some time. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, when you talk to people about why they chose the school, how many people reference their visit, their time on grounds as yeah. being the, this this sort of uh, experience that they really felt the community here? Yeah. Um, it sounds like that squares with, with your experience. Yeah. And, you know, I had a lot of questions about coming back to the University of Virginia because I wanted to kind of expand my network. And so uh, when I really thought about it, you know, Charlottesville – uh, you know, I'd already done Charlottesville, but when I talked to admissions and I wanted to know, you know, like how different is this from the undergrad experience in in your view? And it's been night and day. And so I think 
having that assurance and, and realizing that we're on a different side of Charlottesville, that, you know, the experience is, is so much more interactive, um, really also kind of flipped me to, to make that decision uh, after visiting. Yeah, Darden's an interesting case as a business school, right? Because it's a small school, relatively speaking, yeah. in the world of business schools, uh, about 330 or so students per class. You get this big university that comes with it. Yeah. You live in a town that it's got some stuff, right? It's not a major city, but Charlottesville, uh, you know, there are things to do here if you want yeah. to be distracted. So um, it's a nice balance, I think. Definitely, yeah, especially, you know, being at Darden where you have so many stimuli. So, like, if your academics, which are, are very difficult, so it's great to be in a place where you have a little bit of a distraction, mm-hmm. but you're also, uh, like you mentioned, you're in a small, uh, relatively small MBA program um, with a co- tight community, so you have your focus there as well. And so, what was that? What was that first year like? What was it like adjusting to life life at Darden and business school? Yeah, so it was a lot more difficult than I was expecting. I think um, I'd worked. And worked under deadlines for so long, um, kind of working in pricing strategy for consulting firms, like you're always working late at night. Um, and I felt there was a lot of pressure for winning contracts for my company. But I thought that would translate to Darden a little better. But I think what was uh, very difficult about the adjustment was the kind of breadth and how you have to stretch your mind. So I wasn't just working on something that I was very comfortable working on, um, finance or, you know, negotiations. It was a lot of, you know, LO and a lot of accounting, um, things that I hadn't really thought about in such a long time. So uh, I felt like I was on this roller coaster ride and constantly being kind of, you know, snatched in different directions. And it took a little while to figure out, you know, who I could kind of lean on during those times, like who could who I could ask for help. And then it also took me a while to figure out, you know, exactly what I needed to be spending my time doing. So um, not trying to do everything um, and and really figuring out that, you know, my learning team was there for a reason. You know, all these great friends that I've uh, been building relationships over those first couple months were a lot better at some of these subjects than me. So why not just sit down and and talk to them? Um, I think, you know, the lesson of like asking for help was was really the key um, that made the the first year click for me, um, you know, figuring out there are people I could rely on. Was that tough to get to that point and sort of ask for help? Yeah, yeah. For me, it was, it was very difficult because I felt like in my job, I was really good at what I was doing. And I think a lot of people come into Darden feeling like, you know, in your job, you're the subject matter expert. And so a lot of times people are coming to you for help or coming to you with questions. And so when I was here, it was the complete opposite. And you know, an undergrad at UVA, it's it's a huge university, like you mentioned, or maybe not huge for some people, but pretty big. And so also speaking to professors was something that I was not very comfortable doing. And so, you know, kind of figuring that out and figuring out they were there for help as well was a difficult lesson, but it, it really changed things for me almost overnight, like figuring out that I could ask. So we talk about the learning curve with the first year, which is what you're what you're talking about. Uh, when do you think it clicked for you and sort of what you needed to do to get ready for class and sort of how you needed to operate to be successful here? Yeah, actually, the, the first quarter, I feel like was a test, uh, you know, like I was just figuring everything out. Um, and so 
all throughout that first quarter, I feel like there are lots of ups and downs and lots of different things that I tried that didn't work. And so by the time Q2 hit, I feel like I had a rhythm. Um, you know, I had my learning team and I had my secondary learning team. And so at that point, I feel like things clicked and, and things got a lot easier. Um, but that's also around the time that recruiting starts. And so, you know, you, you're never really on solid footing those first two quarters um, just because there's so many different things being thrown at you. Yeah. But uh, looking back, um, and, and I told my mom this, I felt like I was so much smarter the beginning of Q3 than I had been kind of entering Darden, um, not just in the subject matter, but also in like, how do I handle an immense amount of work and how do I kind of rely on people around me mm-hmm. to, to kind of help me um, to kind of thrive. And we ran a blog post earlier, I guess, uh, in 2018, um, where a student said, there are really three things that you do in business school. It's school and job and, you know, extracurricular activities. Yeah. And you can maybe do two of these things really yeah. well simultaneously, but it's very hard to do all three. I'm curious about your, your thoughts on that. Yeah. So someone actually told me about the Holy Trinity uh, b- before I came to Darden, and uh, it's completely true. Uh, I think, you know, I, I've met a few people that can do it all, um, but, you know, maybe aren't sleeping as much. And so uh, I think you really do have to focus. And when you get here, academics is probably going to be number one in your mind because that, that's how the program is designed. And for good reason, too, because I think you really get immersed in the process, the, the case method and, and really picking up the subjects. But and then social, uh, you know, we're here um, for the extracurriculars and the social to meet people, um, to broaden our networks. And, and there are plenty of opportunities for that here. So I felt like, you know, those two were most important to me as I got here. And then, you know, once recruiting kicked in, um, you know, that kind of takes maybe a little bit away from academics and a little bit away from social. Um, but, yeah, it's it's very difficult to do all three. Um, I, I was never successful doing that. But, uh, yeah. So um, let's talk about your summer internship. Uh, so where did you spend the summer after your first year? So I was at Microsoft uh, in, in Seattle, um, technically Redmond, but mm-hmm. I lived in Seattle this summer. And I was a business program manager, so it's kind of like a strategy and operations role. Uh, and I worked for the Azure team, which is essentially their, their cloud team, um, kind of going up against Amazon Web Services. And so um, it, was, it was exciting because I targeted that team I knew it was the fastest growing organization at Microsoft. And so kind of landing that job was was really important and, and made the summer a lot of fun. So we know where Charlottesville is and we know where Seattle is. Uh, there's some distance between these two places. Um, how did you find West Coast recruiting um, from, from Charlottesville? Uh, so luckily for me, I had interviewed with some tech firms through these pre-MBA programs mm-hmm. before school. And so I had a re- relationship with Microsoft as I got to school. Um, and then as I kind of networked, I did both consulting and tech. And so I networked with other consulting firms like Amazon and, uh, um, um, sorry, other tech firms like Amazon. And then I think through that process, I realized that networking and recruiting for tech is a lot different than it was for consulting. So those two processes running in parallel were pretty much night and day. And so it wasn't difficult at all to continue those relationships from Charlottesville. And I feel like because uh, Darden has become what it's become to companies like Amazon and Microsoft, that they really go out of their way to come here. And so I felt like the recruiting was pretty easy and 
having that relationship with Microsoft and then getting to put faces to names once I was here at Darden was also pretty easy. I, I think the school made it pretty pretty easy. So this is an anecdotal observation, although I will say, I mean, I, I was struck by the fact that 18 percent of the students in the class of 2018 uh, took jobs in, in technology. Um, it seems like there's a growing tech interest here at Darden. Um, does that square with, with your experience? Yeah, um, absolutely. I think um, talking to some of my classmates, a lot of us are thinking about, you know, career longevity and where, you know, uh, where we're going to be. 10 years from now in, in terms of jobs. And I think, you know, tech is one of those areas where, you know, the industry is going to provide the solutions for consulting, for healthcare, for retail. And so I think as a class and, um, you know, as a cohort, the focus is growing every year, especially with classes that we take and, you know, kind of data analytics. I think um, it really kind of gives you a window into, you know, the power of all of the data that these tech firms are, are collecting and then your ability to kind of do more consultative work based off of or within that industry. So I definitely say a lot of my classmates are, are very interested in tech, um, especially, you know, ones that are interested in moving on to other industries uh, kind of in the future. Right, because I guess every industry ultimately becomes technology-based if you think about the solutions that companies are implementing now. Um, So how do you feel Darden prepared you? I mean, and I think about our first-year curriculum, there's nothing that's specifically related to cloud computing or um, anything that's technology-specific, but you do get the sort of greatest hits of business school, so to speak. So uh, how do you feel like Darden prepared you for the work that you did at Microsoft? So one thing was just the amount of work that we did during the first year and managing that workflow, kind of as I spoke about earlier, um, asking for help and figuring out how to handle such an immense workload was probably the biggest help to me over the summer. Uh, I went into Microsoft thinking, you know, I had this reputation of, you know, tech's kind of fun, you know, pretty laid back, but my team was very small and very hard charging. And so I actually worked on five different projects over the summer. Um, so I had four presentations and having that kind of multidisciplinary focus and having been under a gun for essentially, you know, the previous year was really helpful to me. And then just uh, our decision analysis course, actually learning how to look at data and, and the right questions to ask. I spent a lot of time looking at customer data um, and looking at app data um, for the Microsoft Azure product line. And so um, really stepping in with that ability to kind of ask those questions and to parse data was also really important. I think it, it helped me to stand out among some of my other peers um, from other business schools. Yeah, i think it's it's interesting to me the things that people leverage in their summer right so you hear a lot of people talk about different classes or different experiences but the one commonality i think i've heard from from student to student is the fact that you're comfortable juggling a lot of things you've had a lot on your plate and so that does not feel like a stretch you've just done the first year at darden exactly and and, uh i forgot so quickly having worked for so long how much of work is managing people and how much of work is like depending on your team and so um i think when i look back at my first year i really appreciate all of those experiences because i know whatever job i'm going to go into especially you know trying to strive for management and you know corporate officer roles um that it's going to a lot, a lot of it's going to deal with like people management, stakeholder management, and, and kind of understanding what your team needs um, to, to be successful. 
So you're back here in Charlottesville now, second year. Uh, we're recording this conversation in early 2019. Uh, graduation's on the horizon. How's your second year been going? Uh, second year is great. Uh, so it's it's there's a big dichotomy between first and second year at Darden. Um, one, I think, because you just know what you need to do and how to come in and knock it out. But two, because, you know, um, you're spending a lot of time helping first years and, and thinking about what your next steps are. So I've been traveling a lot. Um, that's one of the, my passions before coming to business school and something that, you know, you have a little bit more time to do second year, not worrying about recruiting. Um, and then also just been spending a lot of time with my classmates. And so wanting to get to know people a little bit more personally, I think, um, you know, a lot of people... Uh, prioritize a lot of different things in second year. But I think the relationship portion is really big because, as you mentioned, we're kind of realizing that, you know, we graduate in five months, a little less than five months. And so uh, actually four months. So, uh, you know, those relationships are, are really important right now. Yeah, there is a one-year reunion, though, here yeah, at Darden. That's, that's that was one of the things that always struck me as amazing, right? You graduate, and then a year later, people are already coming back. Yeah. So um, do you know what you're doing? Uh, after after school? Yeah, so I'll be going back to Microsoft and I will be uh, working within the cloud group again. So um, looking forward to kind of rejoining my team, which has grown a lot um, since I've been there and I'm really kind of taking on a couple of projects that I worked on over the summer full time. So what's on your bucket list here before you before you graduate? And you mentioned, obviously, people wanting to get to know all their classmates and really focusing on those relationships. But uh, where else do you hope to spend your time before graduation? So I really want, so I've been picking up a lot of hobbies and so start taking guitar lessons. So we want to kind of master or reach some certain level of mastery of that. Um, I, I want to get out a little more, do a little bit more hiking. Um, I'd done some of that when I was here before, but hadn't had as much time to do that here. And then really traveling. Um, a couple of our Brazilian classmates are leading a trip to Rio. Um, and so that was always on my bucket list, going to Carnival. Um, so I'll, I'll get to knock that one off. And then, yeah, like you said, just really spending time with some of the friends that I've, I've made here. Uh, it feels really special, and I, and I do think they're going to be uh, some lifelong friends. So I always ask the sort of last question, which is, um, what would be your advice for prospective students who are either thinking about an MBA or thinking about DART? Yeah, I'd say, you know, it, it sounds cliche, but really try and find that fit. Um, you know, it, it took me a while and, and it'll always be a tough decision. Um, but I would say if, if you are sure that you want to get your MBA, uh, go for it. Um, you know, the payback period, uh, however long it might be, it just it's so worth it to switch your career or to chase whatever it is that, you know, you feel like you want to be doing. And so MBA is a, a huge opportunity to switch your career and switch your focus. And so I think that's invaluable. Um, my advice otherwise would be um, do your homework. Uh, make sure you know what you're getting into. Um, I think, you know, a lot of people think it's just two years. Um, you know, all the programs are, are pretty similar. And I think while the value of an MBA, you know, if you're going to top 20 and top 10 school, is going to be pretty universal in terms of you know earning power. Um, the experience while you're there is a lot different. So if you want to be in a place uh, you know where you're going to get to know your classmates, there are a lot of great schools for that. But you know those are a lot different than your big city schools. Um, and so really just think about what you want out of the program, where you want to be after business school, and then dig in and and kind of do a lot of thinking. And also visit every school that you want to attend if. Uh, I can't say enough how much 
coming to Darden and sitting in a classroom changed my mind about everything um, in terms of, you know, fit and where I wanted to be um, for my MBA. Well, Marlon, thank you so much for taking time to be here. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Yeah, absolutely. And that was my conversation with Marlon Evans, a second year student in our class of 2019. So as always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we are all ears. We can be reached at darden at virginia.edu. Until next time, thanks for listening.